Hello and welcome to this week's Positive Recovery with Karina being made for www.sobertownpodcast.com and my YouTube t- channel Positive Living with Karina. Um, I'm back home so I'm back to my cookie jar today so I'm going to have a little rumble and see what we're talking about. And it is regret and shame. Oh, Two really, really strong emotions that um, many of us get, not just when we drink, really. Um, there, you know, there is a sense I, I, of not having any regrets. I have no regrets. It's good not to have any regrets, but mm, it's really difficult not to, isn't it? And uh, these are feelings and emotions that we really have to have to work through. And the best way to do it is to remember that we cannot change what has gone. Um, We cannot change the past. We cannot predict our future. All we can do is, is live in the now. But our monkey mind, our ego, whatever it is, keeps hooking us in, in regret and shame. And it, it's a place that... Some part of us likes to go for some reason, almost like that, beating ourselves up with a, a big stick. I remember with regret, one of my biggest regrets was that I didn't um, fight enough for my nan um, before she died in the hospital. And I've had lots of regrets about that. And my nan was um, the one person that I felt loved me for who I was and accepted me for who I was. And when she died, it was a huge, huge wrench. And that was 32 years ago this year. And I loved her so much. But I suddenly realised in my sobriety that I was remembering her ending. That's what I was hanging on to, because I had so much regrets around that and so much shame around it, that I was just holding on to that. And in doing that, I wasn't doing her love any justice at all because I was forgetting all the wonderful times we had. So I wrote a letter to her and said about how much I loved her and thanking her for all the fantastic and wonderful times that we had and that from now on I would honour her memory by remembering this and not the ending. And yes, it pops into my head a lot still um but I bit like my addict voice I can bat it away a bit more now and I'm like yep thanks for showing up but I don't have time for you right now um and then I remember some of the good stuff so that's just something an example of how we hold on to regret and actually you know that probably kept me drinking for a long time as well because I had major depression after my nan died or about five years after it hit me but it was around that loss and the grief of that and my regrets so regret and shame really are are huge things that keep us stuck and you know some of the things I, I write and and say about is it's okay to have a moan it's okay to be upset it's okay to do these things they're normal um, reactions they're normal human emotions but don't unpack and stay there and I think regret and shame is a place that we 
we unpack and stay. <laughs> we and we, every now and again we have to sort of kick ourselves up the backside and um, yeah, pack our belongings up again and move forwards because it really does stop us from moving forwards. When we get stuck in the past, we can't move forwards. When we're stuck in the past, we can't live in today. Yes, we would have done lots of things that we are shameful about, we're ashamed about, especially when we drink, because when we drink, we anaesthetise ourselves. And if we think about an anaesthetic, because that's what alcohol is, it is an anaesthetic. And an anaesthetic doesn't stop, doesn't actually make us asleep, um, but it stops us feeling um, pain and it stops us remembering that's why very often we can't remember what we did the night before and then when we can't remember what we've done that makes the shame even worse because others are telling us and we don't know and then we start to second guess what is it I did did I do this did I do that and we know you know the feeling of all the drunken texts and looking at her phone the next day to check what we've put to check who we've text to check who we've rubbed to check sort of what we've put on facebook or social media and it's horrible it is a really horrible feeling so that's just another great thing in sobriety is that we don't do things that make us ashamed and remorseful and regret because we we are there we are present when we drink we're not so perhaps maybe look at it that way the things that we've done when we drink if you have shame and regret for things that you've done when you've been drinking is it wasn't really you you were anaesthetized you weren't really there you weren't in control you didn't have capacity and when we talk about capacity we talk about being able to understand what's being said being able to retain the information being able to make an informed decision whether it was a a good one or not and being able to communicate that decision that that is capacity and when we drink we don't have capacity at times um and you know that it takes away our inhibitions uh it takes away our id and our ego so our id if we look at freudian terms is that that bit that baby part it's the only bit that's of our personality that's there from birth and it's the i want it and i want it now part of us if we think of babies we feed on demand to them they don't wait for us because they don't understand because we want it and we want it now and then in time as we grow we develop our ego or egos we have two egos the ego and the super ego and they're kind of like our um, middlemen that that keep us sort of on track about the world and sort of you know to conform and 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 to be sort of how you know a, a decent human being or how we're expected to be and but our id is still there um our ego is just trying to keep it in check but when we drink when we anesthetize our egos then everything comes out to play and nothing conforms even ourselves so perhaps you could look at it that way the regret and shame of things when you've been drinking is it wasn't really you um it was it really was the drink talking um i'm not a believer i know many are um, especially in aa groups but i'm not a believer in that we are powerless 
over the alcohol, I think we do have a choice. But there are times when we get addicted that we don't have a choice, that chemically and physically and emotionally we are dependent on that. So we don't have a choice in, in the long run, but we do have a choice to get sober. And any shame and regret should go with drinking because, you know, let it go. Let it go in the same way you have your drink because you've made a choice. You've made a choice to get sober. You've made a choice to change. Give yourself a break today and stop beating yourself up about stuff that has gone. Things that you have absolutely no control over now. Yes, there may be ownership. Yes, there may be things that we have to go, hey, you know, yeah, I did wrong. That wasn't great. There'll be things that we want people to forgive us for. There'll be things that we need to forgive others for. But sometimes people will not hear us. So don't set yourself up for rejection or hurt by apologising to people that aren't going to hear us. Let it go. Let it go. And the way to do that is to just live in the now. Is when those thoughts turn up, the regret, the shame, a bit like the addict voice, like, yeah, okay, I hear you. Thanks for showing up, but I'm not going to entertain you today um, because I've got far more important things to do. And one of the important things that I've got to do today is to live, to be in the moment, to live for now. We cannot change yesterday. We can't predict the future. All we have is this moment right now because the next moment will become this moment and this moment will become the past. So just for today, live in the now, use mindfulness, let the regret and shame go and free yourself, be free again. I hope that's helped. Take care for now and I'll speak to you again next week. Until then, not another drop, no matter what. Bye-bye.